welcome to Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Well, welcome, sisters, to another another week with me. With you. <laughs> well, with I'm, all of you. I'm welcoming you to m- me. I don't know. Welcome to me. <laughs> welcome to me. Welcome to me, everybody. <laughs> welcome. I'm feeling very good. I showered today. Mm-hmm. That's great. I don't know. I haven't always managed that on maternity leave. You know? Well, you know, it's <laughs> a good mean, thing to do. I don't have any babies, and it's hard for me to manage that, so I totally get you. <laughs> uh, but things are things are going well in that department. I'm clean. In the shower department? <laughs> yeah, in the shower department. I have, I have not left the house very much in the last 10 weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's been 10 weeks. 10 weeks today. Wow. Because she's, Cooper's 10 weeks old. So I don't really have much to report. <laughs> I don't go anywhere. Do I go to your house, Riley. That's the only yeah. place I go. Is there anything you want to report about my house? Um, uh, Mom is currently making like buckets of slime with so, Charlie. So much slime and so many Orbeez. And she will want to bring them to my house and I have forbidden it. And... Mom set Charlie down with lunch and couldn't get the, the mixture right on the slime, so Mom was just standing there making slime at one point. I uh, I have forbidden any more slime in this house because Charlie forgets where she left it, and I find it when it has hardened onto whatever surface she left it on days later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did discover that you can get it out of carpet by squirting it with contact solution. Oh, interesting. And then... I used a spoon. I kept scraping the spoon across the carpet, and it scraped it all up into the spoon. Hmm. Well, so there another yet another uh, very applicable teen life hack for yeah. Uh, there you go, <laughs> teen life hack. Are, are you teens making slime too, or is that just a, a, a I, sweet baby thing? I think people think we are because I came in from school, and the first thing mom said is, "What is the recipe to make slime? I don't know what I did wrong with this one." And I was like, "What?" Well, I don't know. I've never made slime before in my I, life. I thought it was a teen thing because one of the I I did not find this for Charlie. Mom did one of the like Instagram accounts of slime people, people who make slime that mm-hmm. she follows is a teen. I mean, they might do it for the money. It might be like a slightly younger because I, I I did like yeah. see a kind of goofy article about like the like underground slime trade in like middle schools where people I have <laughs> seen that <laughs> trade, trade slime recipes or I don't know I guess I don't know that what the currency exchange there is it just seems like it's a slime for slime basis I, I don't know <laughs> I saw yeah things for slime like a like a post from a middle school principal or something talking about how they had busted a, a slime ring in their playground and she had confiscated <laughs> like labeled containers of various colors and types of slime if uh, if I heard that that was if a teacher called me and said that about Charlie or Cooper and like we have their slime we've confiscated it we'll we'll let you pick it up I'd be like just just keep it please trash it <laughs> please do not I don't want it in my house I I uh, think I would be proud of what a little like like entrepreneur person. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I just just built an underground slime ring up from nothing. I could see Charlie doing that. I would feel guilty for every other parent and guardian who had to deal with <laughs> with slime the slime being that was being home. brought home. Could you imagine like... just opening up their backpack and there's like six labeled containers of slime? <laughs> <laughs> well, where did this come from? I, 
oh, I mean, come on, they're they're you know successfully making multiple different forms of this. They are organizing them and labeling them. But that's a, I I'd be real. I couldn't do that. Like that's a that's an achievement for a very small person. I'm impressed by this. The the shelf that normally holds glue at Walmart is like permanently empty these days, and I I suspect it's just yeah. slime, especially I, the yeah. sparkle glue. I swear they there was the somewhere sparkle glue. I saw a display set up with the ingredients necessary to make slime. It is. It's an yeah. end cap. They have an end yeah. cap there right next to the glue aisle with like glue and laundry detergent and contact solution and just the because ve- there's there's different kinds of slime. I don't. Why are we talking about slime? I don't know. <laughs> Today's episode slime. It's not about slime. Um, I'm going to well, teach you how to make it. What it is. The, the younger kids are into slime. The younger yeah. teens. Um, the, the tweens and the early teens. I'm on the back end of my teening. You just missed out on the slime. That's yeah, I missed out on the slime. Well, I uh, I saw I saw a, a movie. That's the only thing that I've done recently that was interesting. What movie did you see? It's not a new movie. I think it's been out for a while. But uh, it, it, I guess it's applicable to your generation, Riley. Uh, it was Friend Request. It's like mm. I've not seen that one. Horror movie about some some girl on the internet that I don't know, like is a witch and oh uh uh oh i think that was a spoiler sorry guys uh anyway it's a scary movie about like friending the wrong person on facebook and that person turns out to be some sort of evil demon who wants friends well that's like unfriended yeah that was was, yeah well i've never had that happen to me before but you know i don't know i mean the the tech world is scary out there yeah but you know, Riley, you have to be careful with all the apps these days that mm-hmm. are available out there. Because some of them might be full of demons. Is that where we're that, going with this? That's what. Yes. That's, yes. This. Okay. This is an episode about <laughs> haunted apps. <laughs> and I mean, I mean applications to your electronic devices, not appetizers. Oh no! <laughs> that trip scampi is hovering above my bed at night. <laughs> <laughs> that bloomin' onion keeps popping up under my bed. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like the shining where the elevator doors open and all the blood, but instead it's just like artichoke dip. No. <laughs> <laughs> I At night, I look out my window and I just see that big tray of loaded nachos sitting in my front yard, staring up at me. <laughs> That would be a delightful haunting. <laughs> Someone make this movie, please. Delightful, delicious haunting. <laughs> I am haunted by cheesy bacon tavern chips. <laughs> uh, no, I did. I did want to talk about applications, apps, though, because uh, that's what our show's about. <laughs> I tried to do the gentle lead in there with the transition to a social media-based horror movie. So thank you for picking that up. <laughs> it was good. I I saw where you were going with that. Mm. Um, so Riley, yes, Sydney. There are a lot of lists. If you if you try to Google on the internet, what what are the hottest teen apps? You'll get a lot of lists. Yes. And my question for you is, how accurate are they? And having read these lists now, the ones that we have chosen, what are some of these apps? <laughs> And I'm ready to talk about them. Podcast. So which one are we gonna do the one that was theoretically made by a teen? Yeah, there's first? one that's supposedly made by a teen, um, called Fifteen Best Apps Every Teenage Girl Should Have. Okay. 
So let's go let's go through these and you tell us because everybody wants to know what the teens are doing nowadays. So you tell us, are these accurate representation of what the teens are doing? Okay. The first one I'm going to say you are into, it's Winello. And didn't you do that? Yeah. That's actually uh, a very good app. I've not used it in a while. I'm pretty sure I still have it on my phone, though. Um, it is called Winello. W-A-N-E-L-O, if that word is confusing to you because it is not a word. Um, and it stands for Want, Need, Love. And it's basically like a massive uh, shopping inventory app almost that's not designated for one specific store, but you can search for like key terms um, and it'll show you a bunch of things and then you can follow the links to these things and buy them from the websites they belong to. Mm. How is that different than like Pinterest? Pinterest is always things you can buy. Pinterest sometimes is like a recipe or a craft Or just like a picture of home decor that's very nice. But it doesn't always have links to like actual products you can buy. This is always just like, yeah, things you could buy. Yeah. I don't know how many times I've been frustrated by finding something like a dress or or shoes or something on Pinterest. Like image searching for something I'm trying to buy. And that comes up. And then I realize that there's no link. It just, this is just a picture to taunt me of the thing, the perfect thing that I want. But yeah, (laughs) no way to access it. (laughs) This is this is like it's, a less frustrating Pinterest because okay. everything here is just as pretty, but you can actually buy it. That's nice. That's good to know. That's yeah. like when mom wants to send you something, like a link that she found to like, sh- she'll do that sometimes yeah. if she finds something she wants to get one of the girls and it'll be a link to something on Amazon, except she doesn't send me the link. She screenshots the picture of what and she's looking at and you. sends me the screenshot of yeah. it. And I'm always like, I always start to click and go, this is a screenshot. This is mom. <laughs> <laughs> just hold your finger over no right there <laughs> copy um this next one i don't see how it's different from instagram it's called we heart it oh okay this is an app i've never used before but i have heard of and it looks like it is similar to an app that i don't know if you're supposed to say it or if it's just a combination of letters called either visco or vsco mm-hmm. and it's like an instagram app but it's made for like photographers it's more made for like pictures you've taken of things like if you are into uh, photography as opposed to like selfies i gotcha if that makes sense like it's yeah. not a personalized uh account of you like an instagram is that makes sense yeah hmm. but are teens using it I mean, I am not. Okay. So, if you're taking it from this teen, no. no. Is there a way to, like, sell your photography through that? Or is it just, like, a, a more manicured Instagram? It seems just like a more manicured Instagram. Like, if Tumblr and Instagram had a baby. Okay. Like a cool Instagram. <laughs> Like, not a mainstream Instagram. Is Instagram not cool? Well, no, Instagram is cool, but it's not like, you know, like, you know. Instagram is like the Starbucks of yeah, photography there you go. apps. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Um, now, this next one, do, do teens use this? It's called Dreamboard. I have never heard of this before. I don't know if this is an app I would ever use. And I don't know if this is a teen-specific app. I thought this was very strange. It's an app that lets you record your dreams to your phone, and then it will give you, like, stats on your dream. (laughs) Like, what color do you dream of most frequently? And, like, in this one chart, like, how often are you the protagonist? (laughs) Yeah. See, it's funny. I've actually, 
her i've actually looked at this app before because one of my friends was telling me about it like how it like gets like lets them have kind of an idea about like their dream identity and i was just i don't know why like i couldn't wrap my brain around the fact like no it doesn't actually record your dreams taylor you have to remember them and then write about them it's just it's just that like i was like but how does it do it how does it know like, you record no your dream. no honey you 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 remember it all and write it down like oh that's not magic i wanted it to be phone magic are there electrodes in your brain <laughs> i you just what you do is you shove your phone in your mouth when you sleep and the app picks up your brain waves no um no, I, I don't think, I think it, you have to, man, it's like a chore. You have to wake up and write things in it. And that yeah. just seems like even more work than like actually keeping a dream journal. Like having to unlock your phone, pull up the app, like yeah. type with your finger when you could just like scribble mm-hmm. it out. Like it's just, I guess, and filling, teal. <laughs> and filling categories like color and whether I'm the protagonist or not. Like I don't pay attention to things like that in dreams. I wake up and have a half vague idea that... Like, I went on vacation with Miley Cyrus when she was still in Hannah Montana, Miley Cyrus. And, like, she took me onto one of her concerts and then I became famous. Okay, that's a pretty specific I idea. had that dream. But, like, I don't know yeah. what color that dream is. <laughs> uh, see, I I could probably do this very accurately because, like, I had a dream last night that I was... I've been watching a lot of West Wing while I'm on maternity leave. And I was working for the Bartlett administration and we were on a cruise ship for some reason. And I was fired. Oh, oh no. Very upsetting. <laughs> anyway. The color of that dream is sad. <laughs> hmm. uh, I think we should skip some of these. Because, like, the next one is Duolingo, which, like, just teaches you another language. I use it. You do use it? Yeah. Oh, well, never mind. I was going to skip one that teens use. I used it to improve my Spanish. And I used it to start teaching myself French. Yeah. And I know another teen that uses it. Well, there you go. I was what do s- I know? It is super popular. I feel like all of my friends have it, too. Like, everybody is super casually learning a, a second or third language, which isn't a bad thing. It does make no, it really No, I think easy. that's great. I, yeah. I use it to refresh my Japanese from time to time. So Yeah. It's actually... Well, it's, go- okay. It's good. Justin told me about it. Well, Justin's my hip with the teens. I didn't know. <laughs> I will say that this list, if it is written by a teenager, and I'm not doubting it is, is just the sweetest, most wholesome teenager Riley, yeah. this teenager should be your friend. But this is, like, definitely your mom friend. <laughs> this is why part of me is doubting it's a real teen. <laughs> this, is, well, that, this is Betty Cooper before Riverdale. Right? It really <laughs> is. It, this, this is the Betty Cooper list. Because the next one, Wattpad, is that something anybody uses? I used to use this um, all the time. Wattpad. Wattpad. It's where it's, like, basically... Wattpad? <laughs> Like how fan fiction is for people to write their own things, but it's all about various TV shows or, or books or whatever, like taking their characters. This mm-hmm. is like you write your own stories and publish them on this website chapter by chapter. Y- using characters. No, this is like fan fiction except without the characters. Wait, it's like just you write ri- your own story. So it's just fiction. It's just, <laughs> just fiction. This <laughs> <laughs> is fiction is what I'm realizing. I'm yes, saying. you could. Yes. So <laughs> I love that we live in a time where fiction has become fan fiction without, I know what the, fiction <laughs> without is. the characters. My whole TV. literature class is about fiction. I know, I know. what fiction I know, is. I, know. It's just, just, I just woke up from a nap. It was funny the way you described it. <laughs> um, what about Band of the Day? 
I don't know what that ba- that uh, app is. Not that band is. That app is. It each day it plays a song from the band of the day. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, I would have guessed that based on the title. You know, back in our day, they called that the radio. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. What's the next app? I'm just saying. <laughs> that was called Total Request Live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, what's Flickster? So I've heard of this before. And I never knew what it was. And now reading this description, it just seems like you can find trailers of movies on there. <laughs> and then you can keep a track of like a list of movies that you want to see. And then you can rate them when you've seen them. Who has trouble remembering? <laughs> like if there's a movie I want to see or like movies I want to watch, like I just have a list in my phone notes. It's like, hey, these movies on Netflix look like cool things. I'm going to oh, type down the name. So, you keep, so not just movies in movie theaters. No, like all movies. But Flickster looks like it's just for movies and theaters. But it looks like it will tell you when that movie that you have such a hard time remembering seeing where it is playing in a theater. But I also agree that these are like, this just does not seem like something that you need compartmentalized. Like, oh, I want to see this <laughs> yeah. movie. I got to Google it. Google's going to tell me the closest theater. It Exactly. If you just Google, like, uh, what is on at the movie theater, the list comes up instantly. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's so easy. <laughs> um, what about this? This one is for fashionistas, it says. So, not me. So, I Style. have... Style.com? <laughs> I am so. developing a theory about this article that we're reading. Uh-huh. And that is that it is sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> now, what makes you think that? <laughs> uh, st- <laughs> Style.com. Um, I mean, I've heard of it before. But oh, it's like a magazine. <laughs> it's like, it's a magazine. <laughs> you can look at pictures from your favorite designer. Look at celebrity parties. <laughs> this, this is a magazine. Take the poll on who you think has the look of the day. It's an interactive magazine. Oh, except there are videos. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. That would make sense if this was sponsored. That's yeah. also like, no teenager ever has started anything with the sentence, this is for all you fashionistas <laughs> out there. <laughs> like, Okay. Uh, what about Keeper? What is this? I d- it holds I all your know. passwords and usernames. Yeah. Which, again, I don't trust with an app, and I write them down myself. And that- also, I use the same password for everything. Do you... Wait, does it take a password so you and need a, username? Yeah. You need a password to get into it, and then within it, you put all of your other passwords for everything. How would you remember the password for the password app? Well, I think that would be your... That's you just delete all that other room in your brain that went to all those other passwords, and you just remember the one. And you just remember the one. I think that's That's, what it's for. I just keep all all mine in the list. (laughs) You know, the list, the... Or what is it? Notes list? Yeah. I mean, I do that. I just keep them all in notes on my phone, which I realized that was actually... I didn't used to lock my phone, and I thought... I have like my DEA number on here. <laughs> this is really dumb. So yeah, I, I just don't know how I feel about like, like to me it just seems like a big like like signpost to anyone because I mean obviously lots of apps have been hacked in the past. Like to be like, hey, do you want lots of people's ev- password to literally everything all at once? Just go for this app right here that's developed by somebody. I don't know. <laughs> like it's just it seems like a, like a very like a very big pot that could be a target for lots of people. Come on, guys. Just use the tried and true post-it note on the corner of your computer screen method. Sure, yeah. Well. yeah. 
You don't do that anymore? No. No. Because, I, 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 I mean, I, yeah. No, I say I write them all on my desk in permanent marker, and that's not smart either, because then it's right well, next to my laptop, so. There's yeah. that. I mean, all my apps are for things, or my passwords are for things on my phone, so, like, putting a post-it note on my computer screen would not help me with that. I've been using the same password for everything since computers were a thing, so. Yeah, you have. <laughs> I, I mean, if you know me and I've ever told you what my password is, it's still now the same for everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next one is Instagram, which I don't feel like we need to talk about. We've talked about because Insta. we've talked a lot about Instagram. Did you just call it Insta? Yes. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Mathway. Again, I feel like this article may be sponsored because what teen is writing an article for this website called All Women's Talk? And is writing about math way. You just, oh, you just type in your math problem and it tells you the answer and walks you through the steps. I mean, well, this, I the, the author says this is one of the most used apps on their phone. I will say this. If that app had been around when I was in like geometry or trig and it actually worked just that seamlessly, I, I don't feel like I would have used it for good purposes. It definitely would have been for evil, but... It would have been mm-hmm. my life a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I feel like if it's a problem that you can just use a calculator for, teens are not going to take that extra step for it to explain, most teens are not going to take that, that extra step for you to explain to you what the steps are and why it is the answer. Like, they're <laughs> just going to type it into a calculator and get the answer and write it down. Now, I, I, I need to move on to this next one real quick because I'm, I am confused. Vine is dead. Yes, Vine is dead. How, long, how old is this article? This article said it was from 2017. Vine died last year, I Oh, think. did it just die last year? I thought Vine was... I thought it died a while ago. I think it was last year, wasn't it? Hold on. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was last year. Okay. Let's, let's consult the internet. When did Vine die? I'm going to flip through the next one while you're deciding if Vine died or not, because Snapchat is the next one. Oh, okay. We've it already... was last year. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah, so, so a little update on that one. Um... But but the moving past Snapchat, this next one, Whisper. Uh, what this is also another one that seems like you're putting a lot on the line. Uh, you're trusting an app that I don't know. I'd say zero out of the three of us have heard about. <laughs> um, wait, I lost my I lost my internet. You say Whisper? Whisper. Is this the anonymous one? You can yeah. post secrets or read secrets that everybody else has submitted. Yeah, this is something I've seen. Um, like memes made of almost and <laughs> jokes made of on like uh twitter or something like that mm-hmm. because there are sometimes some silly ones this is this okay i know what the equivalent i've been trying to find like what is the equivalent to this back in our day i know what the equivalent to this is this is like all those um letters that people would write in to teen magazine about like their most embarrassing moment or whatever this is the same idea where you just send in this letter anonymously to teen magazine about that time you got like a tampon stuck to your shoe or whatever (laughs) (laughs) that this is the same thing you just post something about yourself that you don't want anybody to know that it's you that you know and people look at it yeah this is kind of just like you pick a random picture out of their stock pictures and then you type like three sentences over it because it's all that fits in the box and then you post it as a Facebook meme. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Isn't, that, isn't that what all Facebook memes are? Yes. But wait a second. This actually this actually is kind of a, I don't know, a modification of something that was way, way cooler that I don't know if it still goes on, but 
Would you guys ever post secret? No. Okay, this was a cool thing. I I remember it was really popular back when I was in college. Uh, it was a, it was like an art project that someone started where basically you could just mail this address random postcards telling your like deepest darkest secrets, and they would post them, and there would never be any information about where you're from, uh, your name or huh. anything. And it was actually really touching and beautiful, and people would like reveal very painful things about themselves, and they the cards were always like illustrated and like it was actually it was a very beautiful sort of like like massive art project i don't know if it's still going on but it's it's this it's just that they they were all hand drawn something about that seems a little more i don't know eloquent or yeah meaningful than like this huge i mean can you imagine how many it's on the internet so how many secrets just random things you could amass yeah that was kind of like i saw a thing on twitter about an art project someone had done where they were like out in like a campus or on the middle of a street in a city or something and they had up you know write something down Mm -hmm. about you or like a secret or something you want to accomplish and pin it up on this wall so they had like this little tent that they had set up and all along they had strings and then they clipped up all these things that people had written throughout the day but you didn't have to write your name or anything and it was really cool. That it seemed like a, that post secret thing. That's a neat idea. I, I so I just looked it up. Yes, postsecret.com. Still active, still updating regularly. So interesting. Ch- check out this cool teen app if you want to, but also you could go check out Post Secret because yeah, Post Secret seems cooler. I'm gonna go check that out. Yeah, I will also say that this is a concept that was invented a fairly long time ago by the Catholic Church. It's called confession. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, but then you just only told, like, one old crusty dude. This is getting to tell, like, a bunch of people all at once. And whenever you told him, you had to go, like, say some prayers. And one time I had to write a letter to all of my family members and put it under the Christmas tree before Christmas and tell them I was sorry for all the mean things I'd done to them. That's a heck of a penance. Merry yeah, Christmas. Yeah, I didn't do it. Yeah, Let me remind ever... you of all the reasons I suck. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I think all I was ever told was, like, say a Hail Mary and say you're sorry. Yeah. No, it was an intense Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with confession is that if you don't go to church very often, or maybe you stopped going, then if you ever think you're going to go back to confession, you're supposed to start off by saying it has been X days, months, and that's years the worst part of your it. last confession. <laughs> Wait, you- well, I mean, for me, it's been couldn't tell you a couple decades. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's been uh, like eight years. I, yeah. I mean, you know, you, you can just lie through the whole thing and basically. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I was here two weeks ago. What's I'm the done point? Nothing wrong. Peace. <laughs> I feel like there were always the generic ones that we used. Like, I didn't clean my room and I smarted off to my mom. I fought with my sister. That's what I said most often. <laughs> well, that was usually true. Yeah, that I was always with true. Um, the the last one in this list. Let's do this real fast. Uh, is a Wi-Fi finder. I guess you could say. Why finder don't well, our phones okay. just okay. <laughs> don't our phones do this yes um if you open up your settings and turn on wi-fi it will open up all of the ones that right? you could connect to so within reach so you don't need to you. do this so this seems unnecessary I, but i also just want to say especially now that we've talked about these not heard of apps that ask for all of your passwords and whatnot uh the problem, just general warning with free Wi-Fi is, is it opens you up to anybody else that's on that free Wi-Fi. So yep. it, uh, also an app like this that would super easily link you up to an open network is maybe not. This is just you do it in an emergency if you just need to contact and figure out where you are or whatever. But 
open Wi-Fi networks in the middle, like just out in the open are, are not necessarily the best thing that you should jump on with your smartphone with all your information I, on it. I yeah. agree. I agree. Um, I want to, we've talked a lot about what this supposed teen thinks the teens are into. I want to know what parents think teens are into. Uh, but before we do that, let's check the group message. So we have a couple sponsors to tell you about on the group message this week. We do. Yeah, that's right. Uh, our first sponsor is HelloFresh. Oh, now, we have told you about HelloFresh before. Um, they're a, a wonderful meal kit delivery service uh, that allows you to cook delicious meals that uh, you may not have tried otherwise right at home. Uh, and we're going to tell you about them again this week because we love them so yeah. much. So still buffering is supported in part by HelloFresh, the meal kit delivery service that delivers your favorite recipes and ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. Now, as we've said before, they have three different plans, classic, veggie, and family. I know we have tried the classic plan, and Tay, you've tried out the veggie plan. Mm -hmm. and, and it fits pretty well, huh? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's kind of a, a joke for any vegetarian, vegan person. It's like, oh, the vegetarian option is always pasta. And what I really like about HelloFresh is it's always really creative, heavy focus on like whole grains and, and like really fresh produce. Like it's really like a, a departure from what you would think of as easier, more kind of like, you know, go to vegetarian standards. So each each box is made up of fresh, responsibly obtained ingredients. Uh, you don't have to plan dinner. You don't have to spend money on takeout. Um, and you don't have to worry about going and buying the ingredients for a recipe you want to try out or letting half of those ingredients go bad because you only needed like this much time and you had to buy a whole bunch of time. And mm -hmm. that happens to us all the time. I didn't mean to say time. <laughs> I got a lot of times. Said time had, a lot of time. Like what, you had too much time, but I thought you were in a hurry and that's why you were using the meal kit service. Oh, wait. Wrong time. As in Parsley, Sage, Rosemary, Anne. Um, <laughs> you mean thyme. Thyme. <laughs> Recipes only take about 30 minutes. And you can subscribe now to get delicious filling meals delivered every week for less than $10 per serving. If you want to do this, Riley, tell everybody what you can do. If you want to do this for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, you can visit HelloFresh.com and enter the promo code STILLBUFFERING30. So go to HelloFresh.com and enter the promo code STILLBUFFERING30 and you'll get $30 off your first week of HelloFresh. So check that out. Yeah. Uh, our second sponsor this week is Squarespace. Now, we've told you about Squarespace before. For some reason, you got to make a website. There are a lot of reasons. You could need to showcase your work. You could need to sell products and services of all kinds. Uh, maybe you need to announce an upcoming event or a special project or more. <laughs> what, what, you don't have to tell us your reasons. Yeah. Well, you don't need to know. No, that's up to you. <laughs> Although, if you're going to make a website about it, I'm assuming you do want people to know. So people will know. Because you're making a website about it. Yeah. So maybe, I mean, I mean, you can share your ideas with us. I mean, you don't have to tell us personally, but the entire world <laughs> will know. Let's move on, guys. We got, we got this down. Okay. <laughs> so, so maybe you don't know how to do it. Squarespace can help you out. They can do this by giving you beautiful, customizable templates. Uh, everything is optimized for mobile right from the start. They've got powerful analytics and built-in search engine optimization. That's SEO for those of us in the know. Oh, And <laughs> free and Whoa. secure hosting. And Taylor, if our listeners want to uh, use this service, what should they do? Uh, you should go to squarespace.com and you can get a free trial. Uh, when you're ready to launch, you can use an offer code that is buffering 
to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So go to squarespace.com, set up your website. When you're ready to launch, use the code BUFFERING. You get 10% off. All right, so go check that out today. Now, we've told you a lot about what this this theoretical teen This supposed teen, which I realized at the end of this article, it says it was written... At the beginning, it says it was written by a teen contributor. Mm -hmm. At the end, it says it was written in collaboration with an editor from this Ah. website. So... You know, how much of that was real teen talk is up for you to determine. Now, we have a few articles that are obviously written from adult perspectives about teens. Yes. And so I think it would be interesting to see how closely these align with the true interests of today's teens. And also, maybe you can tell me what some are. Or maybe we can all figure out together what some are. <laughs> now, the first one in this this one article is WhatsApp. Yes. Um, and I've used this app once before, and it was when Taylor went out of the country, and mm-hmm. we could not text her. So we all downloaded WhatsApp, and that was how we communicated with Taylor. That is the only time I've ever used WhatsApp. I don't think this is a teen app. I think we just text. Well, <laughs> Ditto. That's what I was going to say. And, and also, I will say, uh, that was a couple times ago when I went out of the country. I think the past two times that I have, we've communicated through Facebook Messenger, because that's we all have yep. that. like. Yep. So I don't know. WhatsApp kind of got phased out there. Uh, you you mm. can you can make phone calls through WhatsApp uh, outside of the country, which I think was the the main reason that I had it for a while. But uh, it's kind of kind of been I don't know and made no longer could, necessary. And you could probably do Skype for that too, right? Yeah, definitely. Huh? Yeah. So uh, next we we will s- go past it. Snapchat. We've talked about Snapchat a lot before. Yeah. This is a teen app. You know what it is. Yeah, and you teens do use it. Yeah. Yeah. It's still it's still up there. I'll let you know when it's not. What about Telegram? This is one I've never heard of before. And um, apparently it's interesting because it lets you do a lot more than your typical texting app. And it's free with zero advertisements. Now, my question is, I don't have advertisements on my texting app. And my texting app was... I guess free because it came with my phone. Yeah, I'm confused about this. Um, so teens aren't using this is the point. No. And I mean, it's talking about you can sync your messages across all your devices because they're stored in the cloud. But this also applies if you have Apple devices. And you can invite up to 5,000 friends into a single group message. <laughs> Hold you, on. The nightmare. The nightmare <laughs> of being in that group message. Like they, 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 somebody who, sends out the initial text to 5,000 people and then your phone explodes. Who has a group of 5,000 friends ready and on hand and all that have this app? I don't know. I can't handle when like family group messages go out and there's like four of us on it. I'm like, why am I getting so many messages? Yeah. yeah that, that, Can you imagine 5,000? That's like everybody I've ever talked to in my life all at once. I wouldn't like that. No, yeah. no, 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 thank you. No, thanks. What about Kick? K I K. Um, Kick is. I'd be interested to see when this article was written. Do you know when it was written? I tried to only find oh, things this from year. 2017 and 2018. Yeah, February yeah. 1st, 2018, because it says it's becoming an insanely popular messaging app. But it is an app that I used for a brief period of time in like my preteen to first teen year, like 12 to 13. Huh. Um, 
because you could message your friends but also like there were games you could play through it and like things you could do and like stickers or something i don't know Mm -hmm. it was before iMessage was very advanced and you could not do all those things through it so i would only ever use it when i was like at a friend's house Mm -hmm. and we would kick each other back and forth and like play games (laughs) it it also says in this article like they're pushing that it also has bots as if like hey you can talk to a bot friend you can talk to bots (laughs) Well, were, were you looking for something with more bots? Is that, There's that. <laughs> I I don't know. I think if I could choose to have conversations with robots over people, I I would. Maybe. Can they well, look like if cats? <laughs> if you're looking for bots, this next app might be for you as well. It's called Twitter. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> that, but those are like angry bots that just say this. Like, yeah. I want like a, I, I want like a, a intelligent bot that like pretends to be human. Do you- <laughs> Do you want a funny story about a bot on Twitter? Yeah. Uh, so my boyfriend doesn't use his Twitter account and I guess hasn't changed his password in several years since he's had it, but he hasn't even had the app downloaded to his phone in like two or three years. Mm-hmm. And his account got hacked by a bot that posted inappropriate videos like between the hours of 2 a.m. and 7 a.m. on a school night. So he didn't see it in one every like 20 minutes. So he woke up the next day and I texted him like, mm, "Oh my! your name has been changed and your profile picture has been changed and d- d- you might want to check it out. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yikes. So, you know, bots. Do, are teens using good Twitter or bad. in general? I mean, I use Twitter, but I feel like I don't have a lot of friends who still use it. I use it mostly for like this show, like I- communicating with people who listen or like tell us things about like suggest topics and i post the show through twitter i feel like that's what i use it for now more than communicating with other people i feel like it's an older demographic these yeah. days like i feel like yeah. when i tweet things i don't think about people i go to school with seeing them because i assume they aren't using it anymore what about google plus <laughs> i don't understand <laughs> i yeah i don't think that's a thing that a bunch of teens are using right no no it talks about how it has cool features like hangouts um, which is like a video chat thing you can use, mm-hmm. but it's designed to use like while you're using other Google things. And the only time I've ever used it is when I'm working on like a Google Docs with another person in my class or like a PowerPoint or something. Like I don't use it to like hang out with my friends <laughs> on Google Hangouts. <laughs> That's where all the parents are stalking Google Hangouts to try to figure out what their teens are up to. Exactly. Um, what about this one called WeChat? I've never heard of this. Okay, so the uh, picture looks very similar to WhatsApp. Yeah. And it seems like it's the same thing. (laughs) Uh, A unique feature is that you can find other WeChat users with the shake button. And if other people are shaking their phone, then you can start chatting with them. (laughs) What? Like, is it literal? If another (laughs) person in the world is shaking their phone, too. You can chat That's with That's what them. I'm wondering. Are you shaking? Like, I'm shaking it. Nobody's chatting with That's me. That's what it seems like. Was there, I don't have the app. <laughs> am I crazy? Or is there an app a lot, like a long time ago when iPhones first became a thing where you could bump phones with someone uh-huh. and share things with you them? Could, yeah. What happened to that? Because well, that I could see that being very helpful now, but I've never seen anyone with it recently. Well, you don't need to bump your phone anymore. If I want to share an image with you, like we're in the same room, we have iPhones, I can just share it with you. I know, but like sometimes that just doesn't air. work. 
like there are pictures i have i know i know sydney (laughs) i'm the tech i'm the tech savvy teen here i'm just saying like i had pictures on my computer i wanted to get to my phone the other day and i tried to airdrop them and it didn't work what if i could just slam my phone into my computer (laughs) That's it. See, I think that's. I think somebody. Look, no matter, no matter how well you get in there, pictures get in there. I think somebody like intelligent and I don't know what, like Apple HQ, was like, whoa, 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 wait, wait. Did we tell people to like knock their phones together? Lawsuits, just like people just smashing, yeah. high fiving their phones together in violent rage. Yeah. Like, what happened? Did you get my file? It broke. Like, no. Did you? Get- I do. I feel. I feel like we're reverting to that scene in Zoolander when they're trying to get the files out of the computer. I think, like as a rule, anybody in tech knows never tell anyone to smash or fling or flail about with your technology because all you can expect is lawsuits. The uh, there's only one more. The next two on this list are Instagram, which we have discussed at length. Mm-hmm. And Tumblr, which we've talked about before. We've talked right? about Tumblr. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know what Tumblr is. Yeah, we've talked about Tumblr before. So, but the last one is called Ask FM, mm-hmm. and this one is also mentioned in the New York Times article I want us to talk about. Mm-hmm. So, what uh, are are teens using this? This is something again, like Kick. I used <laughs> this is embarrassing. Uh, I used it when four of my theater friends and I had a YouTube channel for a brief period of time, mm-hmm. and we thought we had a lot of fans, so we wanted them to ask us questions. So we said, "Here's our Ask FM. Send us questions, and then you can answer them as you go, mm. or you could just like you know do what we did, make a super cool video about it, and answer them." Um, but it was something that you could also they give you like stock questions that you could just answer like what's a funny story about yourself (laughs) so like you could just like go through and be like what interesting thing do i want to share about myself today so it's just it's the evolution of the selfie yeah basically share everything about yourself again this is one that this article writer is saying it's a big one to watch but it is something i used maybe like six years ago so see it's funny because i feel like i've just now noticed a lot of my friends I, I don't actually have the app, but then they'll repost it in, like, their stories and Facebook. So I guess it then mm-hmm. still does, or not Facebook, Instagram. So it then still does stop existing after a certain amount of time. But, like, huh. yeah, screenshotting Ask FM and then posting that in Instagram. I don't know. Yeah. I was going to say I don't n- necessarily understand that impulse, but that's a lie. I do a podcast so <laughs> so i get it I so i get people it people just want to talk about themselves like just like find every way possible i don't know it's i just wouldn't have anything to say i don't i think i think that i would be a bit hypocritical with the last name mcelroy <laughs> uh so i get it i get it teens i get it you want to talk about yourselves you're in the phase of development when you're the most interesting thing in the world to you that's right. <laughs> Riley doesn't deny it. Nope. <laughs> but Sid, does that mean it just didn't stop? It's like you're just still like, no, I'm pretty sure I'm still, this is still where I am. I'm more interested in my kids than myself, but I can use a podcast to talk about my kids too. So that's ultimately self-serving, I guess. <laughs> uh, the, I want to, we, we had a whole other list that was probably made by a parent somewhere. Yeah. But I wanted to do the New York Times article because yeah, I, I think it's it, it more seems, relevant. Yeah. Um, it talks about some of the things you've talked about and it's this is one of those like it, it was called it's 10 p.m. do you know what what apps your children are using uh, 
and I it's by Haley Krischer, I should say also. Um, and it's from last year. And I these sound scary to me as I read these. And I feel very like I'm having a very mom moment. And I also don't Even know what a lot of your children are. are, you know, three and ten right. weeks old. Exactly. They yeah. would, they don't use apps, really. I mean, Charlie does. Well, yeah. She <laughs> <laughs> she takes my phone and says, I need to <laughs> I need to get something on Amazon. <laughs> and that's her way of trying to get it and watch YouTube videos. <laughs> but she'll lie and I, uh, say. I need to get something on Amazon. <laughs> I just need to get something on Amazon. As if, like, I'm going to let her do that. Like, oh, sure. Here, oh, yeah, yeah. here three-year-old. Buy know. something on Amazon. <laughs> I have I have one click buying. That's dangerous. No, she you could can't. get something on Amazon. Yeah, she could buy something on Amazon. <laughs> I'm surprised she hasn't put that together with it. Cause you have an Alexa yeah. too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like that parrot that just ordered all the strawberries in the world. So some parent figured out how to use Alexa like ordered like a bunch of silly stuff, but it was mainly just berries, strawberries, lots of berries, strawberries. <laughs> I love that. Yes. At least, at least she'd be eating fruit. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. So, some of these apps that that uh, we're supposed to be worried about. Um, there are some video apps, like, and I've never heard of any of these: Marco Polo, House Party, and Fire Chat. Um, the only one of these I've ever used is House Party, which was very popular, at least in my school, for about a week. Uh, I want to say at the end of last school year. Uh-huh. So last year, I guess this article, the timing is kind of accurate. Um, and it's basically where you could join, like start your own house party on your phone, which would be like a face video. And then any of your friends that have the app would know that you were in once they get a notification saying you were, they could join in. So like theoretically, all of your friends could be joined in on this house party at the same time. It's just all of you in one big group mm-hmm. video message. But the only weird part about it is that I never liked because I didn't have that many friends on it because I didn't have that very many friends in real life. So I had Aww. like four or five. Well, I mean, they were school friends, but like they were the only people I knew that used it. So mm-hmm. I would have like four or five that would maybe join in. But then if you have a friend of a friend, they can join as long as their friend is in it. So, like, it could be someone I don't know, but if they're a friend of my friends, then they can join in on my house party. Um, I don't like that. Mm. I don't like that. So, it's not private. You can lock your house party. So, you can... It's called locking the room. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can lock it so no one else can join. This but, is just a chat room, but a video. Yeah, it's like a video chat room. Okay. But these other two, um, Marco Polo and Fire Chat, I've never heard of. And and we've we've known the dangers of chat rooms for a while now. Yeah. Like that's not a new concept. Yeah. This one almost seems I don't want to say less dangerous than a real chat room because I mean you're like video talking with someone, mm-hmm. but it's harder to impersonate someone on a video chat room than that's it is true. in a text chat room because that's you actually have to look at them. That's fair. Yeah. Um this next one I like I read the just the three word description and I found it terrifying. Yeah. It's called Yellow. I had never heard of this before until this article. And they're calling it Tinder for teens. That does not seem like a good idea well, for teens. It says it, it says it's for friends, it, not for dates. But the fact but. that it has a geolocator that's scary. I don't I don't even yes. like that Tinder has a geolocator. Yeah. Or any no. app really. No. And it has a 13-year-old age minimum, which, again, like, there's no way of verifying that. Like, I was using the Disney Channel Games website that you had to be 13 years old to use when I was, like, 10. <laughs> Rebel. But, 
you know there's no way of verifying that i was 13 and in this is there in this article they talk about shirtless teenagers photos of shirtless teenagers that's i mean instagram well but i I can't imagine my Instagram refund. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. I mean, like oh. teenagers uh, in like nope, nope. swimsuits on the beach. Hedgehogs. Like they post vegan that. donuts. Uh, there's is there an age cap on this? Like, is it? I mean, not that I think. Clearly, I don't There's know. no verification involved, so you could have a, you know, a fifty year old on there, like saying they were fourteen. This is a terrible idea. I could call it. I think this is a bad idea. I think this is a bad idea. Yeah, this makes I agree. me very anxious. My, gosh, I, I'm going to sound so old. My kids would not be allowed to use this. Mom. <laughs> um, there they list a lot of different anonymous apps. Uh, They're all the same idea as Ask FM, which is on this list. The only difference is, I know two of them are Ask FM is more for questions, and you can get ones from the website. You can answer the uh, like one of them is. I don't know how to say it. It's like Sarah with an extra a h at the end. Saraha. 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 Um, it's know. not for. I mean, I guess you could ask things, but it's mostly for like telling someone things anonymously, mm-hmm. and you can answer them, but it's not designed for questions. And so is say at me. After school is um, specifically made for your school, so you tell it what state you're in and city, and then it'll put you in the only peoples you can see are people from your school mm-hmm. and you can post about other people you can't post on someone's page because it's anonymous so you can't see what anyone's posting as someone but anyone can post things about anyone from your school and they're all in this what? big list thing it's like a whisper type thing it's like an anonymous secret posting thing ex- except it's supposed to be about people at your school by people at your school so it's like the burn book basically made made text yeah this is like a that, like a very personal small scale Reddit, and I imagine it's just as much of a garbage fire. It is. I mean, like I downloaded it before. I'm pretty sure the one for my school was like deleted somehow. Like they took it off the internet. That's a tough one because it's linked to a school, but obviously it is not by the school. It's not like school sponsored. Yeah, the school is yeah. sponsoring it. But so what? I don't know what kind of responsibility the school would have over it. But if I were part of if I were part of the school administration or if I were a parent whose kid went to that school, I would kind of want them to have some responsibility yeah. for it because I don't know. And then like the a lot of these sites will say, like, we get rid of, you know, uh, any kind of content where people are abusive or, you know, that kind of thing inappropriate. But can you really ask? Well, can you trust or ask all these apps to effectively police themselves completely? Yeah. I, so far, those of us who use Twitter and Facebook <laughs> will tell you it's, I mean, we might ask them to, but you're not getting anywhere. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing that bothers me about this is that like, look, teens, teens have been being mean to other teens since the beginning of time. This won't stop. I, I don't understand why app developers, which are definitely not teens, uh, are giving them more tools to do it better because I, I mean, you can put a certain amount of blame on the teens that are downloading these things and using them but then also like you have to understand how these things are going to be used you can't be an idiot if you don't know the base that you're you're providing to and make an app like this right well we're taking away we're taking away the last kind of refuge of like if you were like me the the nerdy teen who had trouble making friends um 
when I was home, I was safe. Mm -hmm. If somebody wanted, yeah, if somebody wanted access to me, they would have to call our house phone and ask my parents to talk to me. And they, you know, they, nobody was going to do that. Right. Just so that then you could get on the phone and they could call you names or something like that. I mean, I'm sure that happens, but generally speaking, that was rare. Yeah. I didn't have any other way of direct messaging me except for, I mean, you know, eventually instant messenger. But again, like you'd have to know my screen name and, and all that. It, there were so many levels of security well, once I got home from school that yeah. no longer exists. And it's something, too, that puts it in a very public forum where lots of people can see it. Like, I, I remember having people, uh, like, on a couple occasions harass me over AOL Instant Messenger, just make fun of me, say crappy things with fake names. But at least it was just between me and them. Like, this is something yeah. that it's like your whole school presumably can see, and it's it's just us it's like oh it's just, you just upgraded teenage cruelty with your app there <laughs> yeah why 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 facilitate any of this i mean that's mm-hmm. the thing you're facilitating easier access to each other Te- it's already easier to say something horrible in a text than it is face to face you know every every like degree of separation makes it a little easier mm-hmm. and now we make it anonymous and in public so you can say anything about anybody anonymously nobody's ever going to blame you for it and and we wonder why kids, you know, are their lives are destroyed by this kind of harassment and bullying. Yeah. Well, so this is being used, though. Yeah. These are popular. These are the of all the apps we talk about. We talk about math apps and language apps and all these different apps. The ones that you're most familiar with are these apps. Yeah. And this is not a criticism of, of you, no, I Riley. Know. I just mean these are the ones teens are using. Yeah. Well, and that, that's kind of scary. That leads me to, and I, you know, I never thought I would be the kind of person to think these things are good, but uh, this article also talks a, lo- about, a lot about things that parents can do to control what apps their kids can have and how their phones can operate for them. And I don't know, I, kinda, <laughs> I, I feel weird saying, like, remember, that's not such a bad idea. Yeah. I, I've already said, I mean, before we started recording this podcast, I was saying that one app I would make my kids have is Find My Friends because I would make, I would, I want, I'm going to know where they are at all times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to be that mom. And uh, if they're going to have a phone, I'm going to be able to trace them with it. <laughs> so I, I think, I think I, it would be, and you know, Justin having kind of the literacy he does with the internet and with apps and everything way more so than me, I think we both would be inclined to police this pretty closely. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's like some of these, like they recommend, I don't, I'm not familiar with any of these, but Bark, Limitly, and Track Kids, like some of them have the ability to basically any, any app your kid downloads, you have a code that you can approve it. So it doesn't get approved right away. You have to get on their phone, you look at the app, and then you can choose if they can actually have it on there or not. Which, I don't know, like, that seems, ah, man, and it seems smart. <laughs> and and honestly, I mean, I don't think any of these measures would do well without talking to kids. Sure, yeah. yeah. You know. Trust is key. I mean, but... I mean, I'm sure, Riley, from your perspective, if mom and dad were just to start doing that on your phone, like approving or denying all the apps you tried yeah. to download, and that I would mean, probably be pretty infuriating. But if yeah. they sat down with you and talked with you about why they were concerned about this app or why this one was better than the other one that would probably be a lot more palatable i would think well i also feel like measures like that aren't exactly meant for someone my age because i mean i don't even be living at home with mom and dad in like four months i'll be you know in college i feel like it's more for like the preteens and early teens like like me i was using kick and Mm -hmm. ask fm and all those things with all my friends when i was like 12 or 13 years old when i first had a phone and had access to all these apps um 
which I don't think you could do as many things with when I was using them because they had just come out and like sure. I'd just gotten one of the first iPhones. But well, it, it really evolved. is it's the next evolution of I, I know back in our day the advice that they would always give parents to like police your child's internet activity mm-hmm. was put the family computer in a shared space right. yeah put it out in the the family shared living space and then that way your kid can't hide in their room and do something on their computer and th- this is the next evolution of that because when I was a teenager and I think I've said this before on the show I started in a, in a chat room in a conversation with someone who turned out to be probably a very scary person. Now, luckily, I just figured that out through, you know, sending messages back and forth on a computer screen, yeah. not by meeting them in person. But the way mom knew about it is she was in the room. Yeah. So it wasn't hidden. It wasn't, you know, it was it was something that she could see and right. tell me, oh, my gosh, stop. You're in over your head. When I was too young to realize how scary that was. And yeah. Now that all of this is available on your phone, which you can easily, you know, stow away in your bedroom with, mm-hmm. we have to find other ways of, you know, making sure kids don't get in under over their heads. Yeah. Well, that, it's just, it's a, it's definitely like a changing landscape because I do think that there's something like, I, I'm sure Sid, as a parent, you're, you know, you're aware that there are going to be things that your kids are probably going to want to know about that you don't want to be the one to necessarily inform them about. Now, that's probably a kind of mm-hmm. antiquated sort of American <laughs> approach to lots of like sexual things, you know, whatever. But that there is a certain amount of discovery that you do as a teenager that you don't do with your parent holding your hand or, or else you, you sure, never do sure. it. It's just that the range of access is is a little terrifying. I mean, yeah. it's not just like, like, oh, no, you're going to put on this the super scrambled, like, Cinemax channel after midnight and hope to see a boob. Like, it's, it's, it's exactly. so much more dangerous than that where you can <laughs> yeah. talk to people, give up your location, like, have have people find you. Like, it, there's a scary end to it. It's about the context. And age and experience can help provide you with a context for things. And, I mean, I when my kids are old enough i will i want them to know about sex i will have no problem riley can tell you this i will have no problem talking to (laughs) talking to my kids about it openly she's ready to go right Um, now riley what do you want to know go shoot no no (laughs) but done this too often (laughs) but i want i want to help put it in a context for them right so because if you figure it all out all of it out on your own in the wild unlimited access um you can get some pretty weird ideas about things yeah well, that's yeah, and put yourself in dangerous situations. Some of these parental apps also, I mean, they monitor for like, uh, for like suicidal thoughts for searching certain web terms for like, you mm-hmm. know, very inappropriate content. Like it's, it's stuff that you maybe, I don't know, it seems like invasion of privacy, but it's your kid. And if there's a conversation that follows, it seems like it's maybe, I don't know, I, I, this is go- this goes against everything that I think that I would be, but I'm like, no, that's a great idea. I would want to know if my kid was like, searching into this stuff and be able to have a real conversation with them yes you would as a parent i can assure you (laughs) (laughs) you would so riley i know we're we're running long we need to end the show but was there any app that you felt was completely left out that shouldn't have been i don't think so so at least they covered the major they covered the basics which i mean a lot of them we skipped over because we've talked about a lot yeah so you know okay that's pretty interesting i mean you know it's uh, they got a lot of stuff wrong but they got they at least hit the big the big point they got the basics well uh thank you sisters this was enlightening um i always learned so much about the internet from bo- both <laughs> of you i was gonna say riley but from you too tay <laughs> um but uh thank you all for listening and uh 
Thank you to the Maximum Fun Network for hosting our show. You can check out a lot of other great podcasts at MaximumFun.org. You can tweet at us at StillBuff. You can email us at StillBuffering at MaximumFun.org. I just want to remind you real quick before we go that we are going to be at the Columbus Podcast Festival. We said this last week, I believe. But we're going to tell you again. Uh, It's the weekend of May 10th. Yes. And we are doing shows that Saturday. Yes. Yes. We are doing shows on the... And I don't know what time, but... They're that day. You can buy a pass for the whole day, I think. Yeah, you can either buy, like, a daily pass or weekend... uh, The whole festival pass, whatever you want. Our shows, uh, Still Buffering, as well as Sawbones and Court Appointed are all on Saturday. So, I mean, if you can get a weekend pass, because there are a lot of great podcasts, but if you can only get one day and you want to see our shows, then... Yeah. We'll be there Saturday. So, so check out the Columbus Podcast Festival. I think I said last week their website is columbuspodcastfestival.com. Dot com. Dot com. Yep. Yeah. So you can go and, and there are all the details and tickets and everything and, uh, and come on out and see us. Yeah. And everybody else. So, and thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby Change Mine. This has been Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am a teenager. And, and I Welcome everyone to the live wrestling spectacular in Los Angeles. So far, the world's most boring wrestling podcast has been destroying the competition. Isn't there anyone who can save us from this travesty? Wait, could it be? It's Tights and Fights, the perfect wrestling podcast. Tights and Fights is here to save us from the monotony of boring wrestling podcasts with hilarious conversations. Woke trips through the history of wrestling. And joke about the finer points of people wearing spandex. What a match! And the Tights and Fights podcast will be back every week. Thursdays on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. Please, these hosts have families. Tights and Fights podcast. Tights and Fights. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.